0: The first thing I want to talk about, of course, is an extension of the ban on rent increases and evictions. And do you agree with the extension of the ban on rent increases and evictions? Property owners have reacted angrily to the planned extension by government of a ban on rent increases and evictions. Of course, we spoke to the housing minister about it uh, the day before, he, oh, was it yesterday. The day before, Dara O'Brien told us about it when we spoke to him yesterday, actually. He confirmed that the emergency rent freeze and evictions moratorium introduced at the start of the COVID crisis would be extended beyond the, de- the Monday deadline. It is expected the extension will be short, uh, with details to be announced on Monday. Although he did talk to us, and we, we talked about December. Now, he did say that, of course, he didn't su- suggest that that would be extended to December, but a lot of things he, he said may have to be extended to December. Tenants' advocacy organisation threshold welcomed the government plans to extend the rent, freeze and evictions ban. It said, however, it awaits further clarity on the duration of the extension and details of whether there are any, ch- are any changes to the ban. Chief Executive John Mark McCaffrey said rents remain unaffordable for a large section of the lower income households despite the slowdown in increases. According to the RTB report, in the first three months of 2020, the average rent in Dublin was 1,735, uh, 1,156 in Galway, and 1,199 in Cork. And he said there is much more to be done to bring rents to affordable levels and provide suitable homes for individuals and families. Now, The Minister said the rent freeze would not be in place indefinitely and he is working with the Attorney-General to develop an alternative uh, protection to safeguard renters. In other words, there will be something else there instead of this particular rent freeze. And the Irish Property Owners Association said it was absolutely gutted at the extension of the emergency legislation. To give me a bit more information on how they feel about it, I want to know how you feel about it. Do you agree with the extension that the ban on rent increases and evictions should carry on even though COVID is kind of coming to an end somewhat? Many people are back in work again. Many people are earning money again. So is it necessary to continue to have this ban on evictions? Because after all, there's landlords there too who need to collect money. And at the moment, they can't actually evict anybody. Let me know what you think. Do you agree with the extension of the ban on rent increases and evictions? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 Margaret McCormick is the spokesperson for the Irish Property Owners Association. And she joins me on the line. Good afternoon to you, Margaret. Good afternoon. Uh, Margaret, you're obviously extremely disappointed um, and you believe this is incredibly unfair this has been extended past what I suppose was originally planned for the end of COVID-19, but we kind of still are in COVID-19, but just clearly not the same.
2: We are absolutely disappointed. We uh, we expected the sector to be dealt with in a fair and equitable manner. the legislation came in, it was emergency legislation. It's very specific. It, it clearly says that, that, that it can be extended, it, it, but it has, it, it has to be appropriate, having regard to the threat to public health presented by COVID-19, mm-hmm. the highly contagious nature of the disease, and the need to restrict movement of persons in order to prevent it. So it was brought in on that basis, and it's allowed to be extended on that basis, and it was extended to yeah, the twenty, July from the twenty seventh. So th- now there's, we we there's spoke no- to Dara
0: O'Brien yesterday on the air, and he did say that we were they were looking at an alternative to this particular legislation, alternative protection, and he was talking to the Attorney General. So it may come back again, or it may stay there, but under a different name and different guise. And we did talk to him about, obviously, he was talking about sectors in the community that won't be back in work, um, you know, maybe till December. Uh, Like, obviously, people working in aviation and tourism and all that kind of thing, they're still badly affected and will be continually badly affected. And from their point of view, he said we can't be turfing people out of, you know, homes and, uh, and having their rent being increased during that difficult time for them.
2: First thing I'd say on something like that is that the vast majority of tenants out there are good, um, uh, work with their landlords, and are paying their rent. Now, some people have had problems, and in, in most cases, uh, there's been compromises worked out between the two parties, and some of these have been very, very favourable to tenants. So a lot of landlords have been extremely reasonable and extremely good to their tenants. Um, some agreeing reductions, some agreeing deferments. Uh, but And, and a lo- an awful lot of people, because of the COVID-19 payment and other emergency payments, have not had any issues. So we're not seeing a huge difference in the amount of rent arrears out there. What we are seeing is people that have previously served notice of termination... So, uh, And w- when we're talking about a small po- proportion of the population all the time. So most landlords and most tenants get on well. So if we've parked them, we're dealing with a small group. And this small group are a group of people that will be breaching legislation. There'll be people who will be having parties. Antisocial uh, behaviour, and unruly we,
0: tenants. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're saying you can't get rid of them. And we
2: can't get rid of them. So there we have, the, on one side we have the tenants that are, um, unfortunately, that ha- live with them are in their vicinity. Uh, having to suffer this, the neighbours having to suffer this, and the landlords being responsible and, and um, not being able to deal with the management of the properties, so that we have those. Now they're all protected. So the next lot we have protected are uh, is where a landlord has served notice because they want to sell, or they need, they need to sell in a lot of cases, or they're just coming out of the market. Well, we've, lo- we've lost um, 4,000 landlords out of the market in the last year. And, I mean, we've lost around 40,000 since 2012. It is not something... Uh, we need to, we need landlords. We need to keep them in the sector if we can, but they need to sell. They need to sell for different reasons. Sometimes they need to sell because they have problems with the banks. Sometimes they need to sell because uh, keeping elderly relatives in homes. We have every reason for pe- people contact us with all sorts of reasons that they're well, selling. Well, of course, so maybe their own and, kids have grown yeah, up and they and, want to pass and,
0: the house on to their children or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah absolutely. And then there's, there's the group, the, the next group who want to move back into their own houses. They've come back from abroad. Um, I mean, yeah, there is. No, often,
0: I, I'm not disagreeing with you. There's a multitude yeah, so, of reasons why landlord might want so, to sell. So on, yeah, what I mean, places, but mean, but but would it be fair to say that currently at the moment everybody's life has been discommoded? Everybody, you know, between just not even just silly things like going on holidays. we've all had to change our lives at the moment. Hopefully, we can all get back to the the old normal very soon. And hopefully, this all goes away. And everybody I, wishes for that.
2: But would, yeah, I wouldn't argue with any of that. And, I, and I agree with you. The, if the there's an unruly voting,
0: tenant, they, the, I the, mean, the surely the guards then, can get
2: involved there. If there's an unruly tenant, yes, they can. The guards can come out but they can't do anything about it you, you can't serve a notice of termination on them we have uh we have people with pre-covid arrears so a year a year and a half and and they are protected and they continue to be protected but the landlord is not protected so i mean it's the government's responsibility through social welfare to support tenants mm-hmm. in in the same way a uh, that they're supporting everybody you know, else. I get else. You. no I mean, the only person not being supported in all of this is landlords. So you believe you get so a raw ver- deal yes. out of this oh, completely? Oh, absolutely. You, yeah. You've got 70% of, of landlords have one property. They uh, will have, have their own I- income reduced dealing with, possibly. They maybe de- have banks as well that they have to pay back. Or in some cases, it's people who actually rely on that as their sole income because they've retired and bought a property to fund their retirement. So we have a lot of people there that are being, on one side, the government is saying, you can't serve no determination on these people. You have to keep them in place uh, because they're not paying the rent. And on the other side, they're saying that the landlord behind that person has to support that person in there and support the accommodation. Yeah, but, yeah, but it does it, no seem fra- to me... No I, 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 no, no,
0: absolutely, I, I completely understand where you're coming from and I, and, and I think this is a very difficult situation for the new Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien. I think, you know, no matter what he does, it's going to be the wrong thing because if he says we're removing this to give landlords back that protection to allow them to serve a notice of termination, well, then you have a situation where everybody is affected by that. So it's a bit of a blunt instrument.
1: Well,
2: it, 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 I, I would say as well, that you serve a notice of termination. You have to go through the OtB You have to go through the processes first, then you have to go through the OtB and at the end of it, uh, enforce through the courts if somebody doesn't go. So from, from that perspective, it takes a year in any case. And that's with the person now, before COVID came along. Mm. So we have a we're not, we're not seeing um, a huge amount of additional arrears with COVID because, as I said, people have worked. Okay. And, and it's it's our more, it's are, more like, of those are, unusual yeah, cases that it you're is, going it's, to It's the more the problem cases yeah. um, and it, it is hugely unfair. I mean, rather than supply is what's key and rather than increased supply, which means there's plenty of accommodation out there for everybody, everything they're doing is, is pushing against one side, against the landlord all the time. And as a result, they're losing landlords out of the sector and they're losing accommodation. 8,000 units have gone between last year and this year. Yeah,
0: that's um, the last thing we need, by the way, is at this moment in time to lose and, accommodation. And,
2: and, and, you know, we, we surveyed our members in November and 9% of them intended to exit the market within the year and 44% of them intended to exit within five years. And, there's and no, wha- what's there's the main... No,
0: I'm curious now, what's the main reason they want to exit the market and they don't want to be landlords anymore? Because they feel they don't have enough rights?
2: Well, it, it, it's, legislation is in place, it, it is complex, it is hugely difficult to get something right within the current private market, uh, the private rental market, even to serve notices and to do things right is extremely difficult. Uh, you nearly need to be a barrister to do it.
0: um, we just had a call in there Helena's just put up my screen just had a call from a landlord who won't come on the air she said one of her tenants has not paid rent for one year and due to this ban she's not allowed to evict them. she can't afford to pay the management fees because he hasn't paid her rent Uh, she said it should not be a blanket ban it should be looked at each individual case her tenant has not been affected by COVID-19 so I'm assuming the tenant is on uh, welfare payment so in other words there's been no change in the tenant's income but the tenant is clearly using this ban to stay there and not pay rent
2: yeah, and and there's a lot of cases um, where where people are are just um, gaming the system, and the person that loses is the landlord all the time because the, the state doesn't pick it up. They're not. They're not. How many people? Not, okay, well, many out. people.
0: How many landlords do you predict are in a situation like that? Texter who just or that I, person. I valid? I
2: don't know, but one to two percent of case, of of cases go to the o t b per year, and the the most is renters. So fifty percent, roughly, I think, is is around renters. So we're looking at uh, uh, in that situation uh, about fifty percent. But by the I, want,
0: time, I wanted to get a handle on this market. If, if I was it renting your property tomorrow, right? I don't know whether you have a property or not, right? But let's say you had, and I you're a landlord, I'm a tenant, and I'm an an idiot, right? And I decide, oh, shit, I'm not going to pay a rent anymore. I couldn't be bothered, and I don't pay you rent. How long does it take you to get me back out of that?
1: We. For, for our
2: t- situation, it is a very, it's a, it's a long time. We have to serve the, the uh, ignoring COVID, so ignoring the emergency legislation, we have to uh, serve letters, uh, notice of termination, then we would have to take a case to the OTB, we would have to have a hearing, we wait for a report, either side can appeal that report, then, then we have to wait for determination order to be issued, if neither side appeals it, if one side appeals it, then we're into going back, uh, waiting for another hearing going to the OtB again for a tribunal uh, oh after that decision we have to uh, again we have to wait for a determination in order to issue and after that we've got to go and afford it to the courts so, so, so the meanwhile meanwhile I'm sitting yeah. in your
0: apartment not paying any rent to all, and how long how long from start to finish can that process take
2: it, it, it can take Six in months? some cases it's taken years. Um, So I'm
0: sitting there paying no rent in your property, and there's nothing legally you can do to get me out. You have to go through that channel. That sounds bizarre.
2: It is, and and that's the length of time, and that's that's the situation as it is now. So where are we going to go? I mean, and that's when you can actually terminate a tenancy on the basis of this. I mean, I've I've got to say that I I've, I've spoken. We've been extremely busy. I've spoken to an awful lot of landlords since the start of this, and they liaise with their tenants, and discussed the situation and worked out something that they could both live with. So there was a lot of things done there that both sides could live with. Um, But going forward on that...
0: Well, Kevin has just made a suggestion here by text. Could you not uh, keep the the legislation currently at the moment and extend it, but put in clauses? Can they not put in clauses to cover certain circumstances or exceptional circumstances where you have antisocial behaviour or somebody not paying uh, rent arrears when they can clearly afford it? Similar to a bank. If you don't pay your mortgage to a bank that's all well and good, but if the bank can prove you can afford it and you're not paying it well, then you're in trouble, if you know what I mean. So can you not put in sort of, some sort of clauses like that into it?
2: Well, the current legislation as it stands and has been written the way it has been written, so I have no doubt that they can amend the legislation. They, they keep doing mm. it with a stroke of a pen. Um, but, but that was brought in specifically for the emergency. And it should, it should fall now because it's, people are allowed to, to move. So it's only a landlord is not allowed to serve notice. A tenant, of course, is allowed to leave whenever they want. So the, the restriction itself is... Well, is it discriminates, to be the, it discriminates it against is. the landlord, well, yes. Yeah, now, now, we didn't argue initially on this because we we agreed and, and understood that we had an emergency. And we recommended to our members to give forbearance wherever possible um, and to work with people because yeah, of the situation. This, yeah, we're t- yeah all we work this together. I mean, yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're all in this together. And we're still all in this together, except that... It's landlords now that are going to take the brunt of this. The government aren't coming along and saying, well, we, w- we will deal with, uh, we will pay any rent that's not paid. Then yeah, you're, yeah
0: you're the one that's losing money. Yeah, exactly. exactly so, yeah.
2: and, and, and when I say that, 70% of, of landlords have one property. So you're looking at that an individual who, for whatever reason, it uh, uh, may be indebted to the bank, may not be indebted to the bank, may be using it to live on. Uh, they have to... To suffer this. No, 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 and, no I get you. And, I get and you. the government, I mean, they didn't, they didn't say, well, uh, you know, if you've had a, disc- a, a, a wage cut or your income has been reduced, you can't go into the supermarket and say, well, my, my income's been reduced, so I want my shopping for less.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do, do you
2: know, does, I mean,
0: uh, Unless, of course, the government put in a subsidy to the shops to allow people to take food for free. W- well, yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. But, but, but they are expecting people, without taking any sort of account of their ability themselves, to weather this to actually live with it so, I, I mean, the fairness here is that it goes, okay. the legislation goes, everything goes through the OTB. The OTB will look at, at the situation then. They will look why there's rent arrears, and the, um, they will look at the no, process... No, 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 no Margaret, you,
0: you don't explain it. I, I, I completely get it. The, the, basically, this legislation takes away your rights as a landlord and you want your rights back again to some degree. You do understand and you're willing to play ball with people in difficult and genuinely difficult circumstances and you'd like the government to step in maybe and help in regard to that. But when it comes to people who are using this game, the system or indeed antisocial behaviour, you want back those rights to remove those particular tenants. We do. And, and, I, and I don't see an issue with that. I don't see why that should be an issue at all.
2: And the people that have sold, that have sold properties and served notice, they're in a bad way too yeah. because they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a family move, ready to move in uh, that want to move into it and they can't continue with the sale. And the same thing for people that have come back and people have come back from everywhere. And these are people who would have had a property, couldn't find work in Ireland and went abroad. They came back to help in a lot of cases um, and some of them just just came back because that's what they wanted to do. This is their only property and they can't get it back.
0: OK, well li- listen, I seem you're in a bit of a quandary all right there and I know it's going to be a difficult decision for Dara O'Brien but I think you're 100% right. I think they have to give uh, landlords back some rights when it comes to very difficult uh, tenants uh, or tenants who refuse to pay and are using this legislation as some sort of gaming the system as you say yourself. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Margaret McCaw. McCorm- because it's a spokesperson for the Irish Property Owners Association. Uh, but I am asking the question, of course, they do have extended it. Um, and it has been extended. It was meant to expire on Monday. Um, and a lot of people have, I suppose, at the Tennessee Advocacy Organization threshold have welcomed it. Of course they would. Um, but they, they have extended it. But basically, a lot of landlords are not very happy with the idea of it being extended because they believe it takes away their rights. Do you agree with the extension? on the ban on rent increases and evictions. Now, we didn't really touch too much on the increases there, but I think most landlords are playing ball with their renters and understand you can't increase when people don't have money. So, would you agree that people should not be evicted? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 Is there anybody listening today who thinks that people during this time, not four months ago or three months ago or two months ago, this time now, where most people are getting back to work again, Should there be a ban on evictions for people who don't pay their rent? Surely to God, those in the rent allowance or the HAP scheme, the landlords are getting paid. I know I am. They're getting paid. Um, Like, you know, my tenants up in Dublin, they they only have to pay €65 on top of the the rent because the HAP is paying the rest of it. So, I mean, I don't see where there's an issue. Unless it's private, obviously. But at the end of the day, you know, bills have to be paid, whichever way you look at it. You know, you can't live for nothing. And to be honest with you, if mine were paying privately and you weren't paying
3: the
4: rent and you just took the piss out of it, it wouldn't be long going in with a few boys and getting them by the scruff. legal or not? Simple as that.
0: Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> You said it at the end, illegal or not. It is illegal to go in and get them by the scruff. But I can imagine if it was my property or your property, I think we'd all feel the same way. You'd want to get them by the scruff if they weren't paying the rent. And I find that completely... Uh, Incredible that somebody can avoid paying their rent for a year and the landlord can do absolutely nothing about it apart from go through this whole process between uh, the PRTB and everybody else to try and get them out in courts and everywhere else. Uh, That must be very disheartening for a landlord. They don't seem to have a huge amount of rights. Uh, Also, in relation to what you were saying there a few minutes ago about, the, well, firstly, rent allowance. I, is there that many people left on rent allowance now? I think most has been replaced by HAP. Um, if there is people on rent allowance, sadly, they get the money, not the landlord. And there are cases, lots of cases, where people are not paying their rent and collecting the rent allowance. Landlords are not getting it. You've also people in council houses, who are, we've seen recently, the councils around the country, are millions, and I mean millions, in debt to people not paying their rent, not bothering to pay their rent uh, because they won't get turfed out. Um, And then you've got private landlords as well, of course, or people on HAP scheme, as you rightly said, for example, um, uh, who have to pay the balance. You know, they don't get the whole amount on the HAP scheme, the balance with the balance, and they're maybe refusing to pay it uh, and using this as an excuse or gaming the system. Because realistically, if you were on a HAP scheme and you were unemployed, um, there's no reason why COVID-19 should have affected you paying your landlord because your circumstances haven't changed. It was only meant for people whose circumstances had changed. Now, let me go to Peter Dooley. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. You're the co-founder of Dublin's Renters' Union. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Peter afternoon, Noel. Thanks for having me on. Uh, good. Are you are you delighted to hear this news from Dara O'Brien that he's extended this, and not by very much, but they are looking at an alternative with the Attorney General to to I suppose protect um, I suppose tenants. Are you happy with it?
4: Well, well, first of all, in the, in the first instance, we've been uh, from the start of the the, the pandemic to get the uh, evictions. in state has it was initially put in for a number of months. on oh, Murphy, the previous housing uh,
0: you're, uh, you're breaking up a little bit, Peter. Could you jump upstairs or move somewhere? Yeah, there? no, no, it's
4: fine. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> okay, Grant. No, we, we, we've we campaigned from early on in the first arrived in Ireland. And it's obviously, in the context of a public health uh, point of view and in the context of, obviously, the increase in homelessness figures, it's, it's critical that renters are having some security in their homes. Mm-hmm. And we're we're very disappointed, obviously, that the House of only keeps me a measure for three I'm going to to have
0: to get you back, Peter. Your phone line is just coming in and going out. Maybe Helena will pick it up there and just get you back on a different line because it's just coming in and out. Uh, Another person says, Margaret of Landlord Association does her best speaking on behalf of the long-suffering small-time landlords. The only problem is she has taken on the establishment with the landlord's grievances. Uh, They do need a professional PR person in media to speak up on uh, their, I think she spoke very well, on their behalf uh, of her and the small-time landlords. Sorry, is he back again there Yeah. Sorry, Peter, try it again there.
4: You're okay. I think I'm okay now, we?
0: All right, okay. So you spoke to Owen Murphy about this, at the st- going back when Owen Murphy, we, we, we almost forgot the name at this stage. Uh, yeah, going...
4: qu- Quite right. Like we we tried to, and he, he before he uh, he left office, obviously he was uh, he extended it just for three weeks. Uh, and now the new housing minister had an, in, an interview a number of months ago before he became housing minister to say he would extend it at least in October. And he did. It, he
0: spoke to us yesterday, and he did extend it. He is extending it.
4: Well, he, he ha, he, they, at the moment there's, there's there's sort of murmurs coming out that it's only going to be for a small number of weeks, and That's we can right. see by the by the intensive lobbying by the landlords uh, landlords. Agencies and and uh, we just spoke to a minute ago, yeah, yeah, And I, I just want to counter all of those arguments. and Okay, well, well, stuff, well uh, what,
0: what did Margaret say that you didn't agree with?
4: I think a lot of elements. They were. She, she was making the comments about uh, the essentially the poor landlords. Uh it, it Essentially, it's in, in a situation now where it, the realities are landlords have availed of mortgage breaks, mortgage interest relief.
1: Three and five
4: landlords. Three and five landlords in Ireland are, are, don't have mortgages.
0: Yeah, but hang on. Uh, well, there are landlords out there who are struggling like everybody not else. Not to
4: mention, not to mention the corporate landlords, and they they've benefited from a massive housing crisis, which are uh, fabricated... Would you accept, for okay, Peter,
0: Peter, would you accept that there are landlords out there like everybody else who struggle from week to week?
4: I understand that there is probably a small okay. percentage of them, but it's not it's not the amount that, that uh, Margaret's trying to claim. Like the reality in Ireland is that there's an awful lot of big corporate landlords absolutely that are, are taking over a lot of properties. True, true. Like a lot of NAMA properties previously, and are at benefit from the housing crisis. And like as a previous caller, I think made comments about uh, uh, claim and HAP. A lot of these uh, massive corporations are, are claiming a lot of public money uh, to make, to put a, p- a roof over people's heads. So I, I, think, I think it
0: was twenty five million in Dublin per month alone, isn't it?
4: Yeah, half a billion is going to be this year in, in yeah. housing just payments, like which is absolutely a, a catastrophic. Oh, it's outrageous, way yeah. No, it is outrageous. Could be, could be, well, exactly. Well, it's okay. money
0: that could be should be put into building housing. Absolutely. Well, but, but, but well, absolutely. Yeah, but but absolutely. getting absolutely. getting back to the protections, right? I mean, tenants do have protections. Landlords should have some level of protection. So the protection was taken away from landlords, obviously during the COVID nineteen, and they accepted that. They played ball. Uh, you know, they're not going to evict anybody during a pandemic. But now, I suppose, we're getting to a point where a lot of people are back in work and they're saying there are people, and she clearly said, there are, and she said a small amount, she's not saying a huge amount, people are gaming the system. And people well, are abusing that Gaming the
4: system, because th- these are, this is language that's used quite uh,
0: regularly by a lot of the... A lot of the no, 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 she clearly said a small amount of people, and it would be naive of us to assume that that's not happening.
4: Okay, well then, in the same same argument can be used to uh, to demonise a lot of landlords. I'm not demonising uh, anybody, not,
0: but nobody's being demonised no. here,
4: Peter. Well, it is when somebody says game no, in the, the system. There are people gaming the system. There are. Obfuscate the main circumstance of the argument. The main argument is not... Okay, but, but 70 she, she percent would... 70% of people coming into homelessness are coming from the private rented sector because the the, tenant, the government don't give long-term security to people in private rented accommodation. And it's essentially their responsibility because, as you you said yourself, we haven't built enough public housing. Uh, and at the same time, they're forcing people into insecure accommodation uh, and they're getting evicted at will. But okay, what, well, let, let me ask you a straight question.
0: Then. Our, well, can I ask you a straight question, Peter? Yes. Leave, leaving aside COVID-19 just for a moment, do you believe anybody should ever be evicted?
4: Well, I think, I think for me, I think everybody should have a secure home in our society. And that's, not that's not the question I asked you. That's not the question
0: I asked you. If somebody is not paying their... I think.
4: Everybody their... Deserves, I, think no, I don't think this is... The, the argument is everybody deserves a secure home in our society. Absolutely. That, okay. I'm, I'm not,
0: not going to disagree yeah. with that, okay?
4: Everybody... By the way,
0: if you want a secure home, you have to work for it as well, okay? But the point is, the question I want to ask you, and I'll ask you the same question again. I'd like, I'd like an answer to it. Is there ever a circumstance where people should be evicted from their homes?
4: Well, uh, for me, like yes you know, or no, you're, it's you're a asking, simple you're question. An argument about something else, which is absolutely not. It, it, I'm about, asking
0: you a question. Why are you refusing to answer a simple question? If somebody doesn't pay their rent, should they be eviction? evicted? I'm, I'm against evictions. I'm against I'm completely. Against evictions. So there's no reason for anyone to ever be evicted.
4: Well, hang on a second. You're trying to you're trying to claim uh, put somebody into a corner to answer a question about something. It's like, a simple
0: uh, question. You're you're a founder member, or, or P, Peter Dooley, co-founder of the Dublin Renters Union. It's a fair question to ask you, isn't it?
4: Well, it's a, well I don't think so. I think the, ar- the crux of the argument is, and the, the reason I got on was to speak about the Absolutely. Uh, length of the addiction. And that, uh, so, like, this, this is, is, a, um, this is like, a relevant question. Specific cases, whatever happens to specific, specific cases are down to uh, individual instances. And I can't, I can't uh, comment for individual instances or instances of... I, I'm, of, ask, if, if I'm asking you
0: a very basic question. I'm not saying people should be evicted for the least reason ever or, you know, just because you don't like the look of them or you want to increase your rent and you want to get somebody in who's going to give you a few more quid. Absolutely, there should be protections there for tenants to stop that from happening. No, that's
4: a very last... That's a very, very last resort. Okay, like, but something that, you should go to. Okay, that's,
0: so if somebody's behaving unruly or somebody is gaming the system, a few people that might no, do I'm that. I agree
4: with that. Like, what, what are you trying to say game? In the system, and acting and really looking. So me, me and you somebody can somebody have a chat here. A really. Okay,
0: we and you can have a little chat. I don't, here. I
4: don't want to get into this sort of sense.
0: No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Me and you can have a chat here it's in an interview, right? Of, this the is the the an matter. this is an interview on radio. We can have a little exactly, chat. So it's okay, two both ways, exactly. Okay, so you have to be realistic about it, and you're not being realistically because if you're telling me that there no, there's nobody out there gaming the system, and that landlords need some sort of protection for that, you're not being realistic.
4: Well, I. Like, I get back to argument. You keep making these uh, comments about game in the system. Like the vast majority of, of people don't own absolutely families. Yeah, of course uh, they don't. You know, and this is what I'm focusing on. And we're, we're supporting wholeheartedly all the time. Like we're volunteers, we do it all the time. Okay, uh, supporting tenants who are at risk of eviction because unscrupulous landlords are trying to evict them. And there's, and no there's not.
0: And what about unscrupulous tenants? That's the reality. What it? about unscrupulous tenants? Do oh, they not why exist?
4: You, why are you trying to talk about Because you're,
0: you're picking on landlords. I'm just giving you the alternative Property argument. Are you so telling me there's no unscrupulous tenants? <laughs> <I might laughs>
4: Come on. speaking over me for a second, actually. Peter, but, be but me with me here, will you? Well, let me finish the point for first of all. You had an interview previously with the Irish Property Owners Association and you agreed with basically everything she said. No, uh, I didn't agree with uh, everything uh, she said. I don't, you, don't agree. You, well, You gave her a platform. Yes,
0: where, and I think, she was being, I think she was being very
4: fair. Absolutely appalling comments by somebody else previously. Mentioned about getting people with a scruff for the neck, which is absolutely Well, I did mention that was illegal, by the way. Right yeah. Well, I think it's. I think it's something to, to say. Well, hang on a second. Like at, at the moment, the reality is, and the reason why I got on is the fact is uh, we've been campaigning hard to get the ban extended to next year because we're fully aware tenants don't have so any next year in our society. It's early next year at least. Okay, so okay, let me give you an example.
0: So why it's I, been supported by okay. political
4: parties as well. There's been political okay, parties well. well, involved. Well, people
0: before profits, profits, yeah. Okay. Well,
4: Sinn Fein, Owen O'Brien, Sinn Fein, uh, Solidarity, McBarry with uh, Solidarity. But I think, uh, I think, with I, I think, think Peter, well, Peter
0: see, I think even they would agree that there has to be some protection as well. I absolutely agree, and I said it to Margaret. I agree with the protections for tenants, right? But I also agree that landlords are not all these people in cloaks running around with millions of euro in their back pocket. Yes, some of them are investment companies from abroad who are making a fortune off the backs of the Irish people. There's no doubt about that. But there are a lot of landlords out there who just happen to be somebody who have a proper, uh, property. Maybe they're retired and they bought a property as a little nest egg. Are they not entitled to a protection, some protection, uh, if someone's well, taking thinking, the well, piss? Admit,
4: well, I'll just give you, give you a point. Like, there was a... It was brought up in the all last week by Mick Barry, who's a Solidarity TD, about uh, having a one-off fund, for instance, tax the real estate investment trust a little bit more, and if if the landlords, for instance, are hard pressed during this time, if there was rent arrears, for instance, they could act, they could they could apply it to the hardship fund, for instance. So like there are there are cases of maybe individuals who have ended up with a house, for instance, do to do no, no fault of their own, and I understand that. But the, the issue is when you get involved in, in in possession of a property, for instance, it is speculation. So it's essentially based on uh, speculation based on government policies to to basically if you're ever going to make money out of it. And if you have a government that facilitates uh, private market, for instance, landlords and stuff, you know, making money and putting people into private accommodation instead of building public housing and public land is what they should be doing. then you're going to have a massive crisis for people and you're going to have vulture okay. funds coming in when you have weak tenant protection.
0: Oh, I, I, like, I don't agree with vulture funds. I need, and we need legislation and taxes for vulture funds. Make okay. Okay. a I know, I know I agree with you. We're on the same page when it comes to vulture funds and, and foreign investment companies. Right? But in saying that, if I'm a landlord or if I want to buy a house tomorrow to, to rent out as I get older and lose my job or something like that, am I entitled to make a few quid?
4: Well, I think. I think the, I think the way, as uh, I just said, speculation. It's, it's, you know, if, the, if you had a government to build proper public housing in the first instance, you wouldn't need people, for instance, to go into the private market to, to try and uh, work off somebody's income. Like, if you think about an oil, for instance, or they made the point earlier on, that over 60% of landlords in Ireland, at least 60%, don't have mortgages. So, like, rents have doubled over the last seven years. It's now the highest rents in Europe we have. And we have people paint for their noses to keep a roof over their head. And yeah, I, though- I know
0: somebody who has a second property. She has an, I know a girl who has an apartment. Uh, She's no mortgage on it. And she gets 1800 a month um, off that apartment. And she has a small part-time job. And she lives somewhere else herself. And that pays her bills. So well, what's the problem? I
4: know, I know, I know, I, I, for me, I think for me, from a moral standpoint, I, don't know, I wouldn't think I wouldn't be comfortable with that because why would you be comfortable with that? I wouldn't be because I think it's I think it's, it's a free market. It's a free market. But you're working Peter. off somebody's. Uh, you're working off somebody. But sure,
0: everybody's working off somebody else's income. The builder, the bills, the, the, the house is taking money off people and the bank who gives you the money for the mortgage. They're all working off people's income. Everybody shops that sell you food every day work off your income.
4: That's it's a free but, market, but, Peter. But, it's well, it's a free market. It's free market. It is a well, free like, market. It's, a, it's not a free market. It's not a free market. Oh, oh, I don't know what like, you I'm it's not a free market because the subsidies go into private landlords through half. So how is that a free market? That's so, corporate welfare. Well, okay, but you're looking at
0: this from a very socialist point of view. I have to say, and, and it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a common sense point of view. Oh, it's right, okay. uh, your argument okay. is,
4: it's, it's 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 corporate welfare, it is. Oh, All right, okay, listen, Peter. I,
0: I'm out of time. Listen, Peter. Thank you very much for coming on the air. I appreciate it, all right. Don't agree Thanks with everything. All, all right. It
4: all, hopefully, I get, get the
0: we, we'll, we'll have more time someday and we can shout around each other a bit more. Hello, Thomas. Are you there? I am. Yeah, you're a landlord? I am. Uh, what what, 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 what do you want to back, say?
3: Going back to your caller earlier on, night. I forget the gentleman's name. Peter. Peter, I think.
0: It. Yes, Peter, Peter i I'm it, yeah.
3: sure he is. I didn't remember. I am somebody that um, has experienced tap and it's just come back to your friend as well you know she's cleared a mortgage and that's her income right now i think sometimes we can be in a nation of begrudgers because that lady has obviously worked hard yes and that's her income now do you know what i mean yeah. so we've had a situation that happened in the past where we've had take people that have you know been living in hostels or whatever you know and the particular incident that happened with us we took this particular um, individual on um you know started off very well but then, all of a sudden, um, you know, we weren't getting any payments.
0: And, so, what, and was, you know was how, that a rent allowance or a HAP?
3: No, no, this was HAP. Because the way it works, now, and this is very important for people to understand, some people that go with HAP, they move out of their own apartments, sometimes into rented accommodations themselves, because they need extra space for the families. That's the first thing. With regards to HAP, what happens is, if the individual doesn't make their contribution into the HAP, bank account your money stops nice so that so that means that your mortgage that the money that you're dependent on for your mortgage stops
0: so or, or your income if, it, if you own the house your, your income, income yeah
3: your, your income well I, I'm a bit on the fence about calling it an income because all it is Niall at the end of the year you're paying your taxes and it's, it's looked upon as an income of revenue and you pay your taxes well, is it, well if, a, if you, you know, do like
0: own the property it is an income
3: it is an income, Nile, but all it's doing is paying my I'm mortgage. By the way, I'm not begrudging, I'm
0: not begrudging you. I'm saying fair no, pay. No, no, it's I a know, free market, not. you know, I know what I mean? You yeah, know. Yeah.
3: I know you're not. I know you're not. I, know, I knew that from earlier on. But the point I'm trying to make, not everybody that's on half. There was a figure given earlier on um, that Peter gave. I think it was 60%. Not all people that are in, you know, that get the half income are making money from it. In a lot of cases, it's just paying the mortgage that's actually on the property. Mm-hmm. Um, and to give you an example... The particular individual, um, when they moved out, they hadn't paid their rent in four months. So we had to dig into our own personal um, savings to pay that. That's the first thing. But the second thing is, I had to put 3,000, nearly 3,000 euros back into the property to make it livable again.
0: What, they destroyed it?
3: It was in a pretty bad way. Was in a pretty
0: bad way. And when, when you so, say when you say what, like the carpets were filthy and the wall, what stuff on the I, I wall. just want to be careful. Yeah, I just want to be careful as well. I, okay. I, there was a
3: lot of there was a lot of broken stuff.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. So it's cost you three grand to put it right.
3: Yeah. Between painting.
0: And And did you ever get three and three the rent guys. and the rent arrears that that were owed the four Never. months? You you Never. that's gone. You write it off.
3: Gone. Gone. And so, by the way, you were lucky. You were
0: lucky to get them out in four months because I've heard stories of people going on for six and seven months where they can't get people out.
3: I think what happened, Niall, is, you know, it, it came to... I, ca- I can't...
0: To okay, honest, no, I'm okay. Either, no, I, you I, you don't, don't want to tell me too much. That's fine. No, I understand. No,
3: no. It, it's not even that. It identified the person. I don't really... Okay, it, that's the sign. I either, accept it, that. Neither, neither was going to go down. But what I would say to you is, it, it's fine half paying the money. But if the, if, the, if the tenant... And let's be honest, 80% of the tenants are good people. And they all need an opportunity. And, you know what I mean? That's what we think. This person needed a place... Like, just to give an example now when when we went to rent the place and this is my problem with the prtb as well when you do hit a wall and you hit a problem you know we're paying money to the prtb for nothing they do nothing they're of no benefit whatsoever to a landlord whatsoever you know you pay this fee every time you know a new tenant moves in but what do you get for it you get nothing they're not there to help you. It, to me, it's a money-making racket. Well, uh, allegedly, and
0: they're there to, to help advise and represent you, I suppose, when you have a problem with a tenant. And, vice, fa- and, vice, versa. A, and vice versa.
3: And vice versa. It never happened. Do you know what I mean? We sent letter upon letter. Um, I think we got one reply, if I need to be so honest. So you had a bad experience,
0: basically.
3: Yeah, but listen, uh, that's fine. But what I'd say, all I wanted to say now is the people that get help. a lot of them, yes, it is a second property, but a lot of them have moved out. Of the, a lot of them are apartments in a lot of cases. And now,
0: you know P- I mean? Peeler, of course, was talking about issue. foreign investment companies. And, and okay, we can have a whole different debate about the idea of foreign investment companies and coming in and buying hordes of properties and renting them out for ridiculous prices and making a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, that is happening as well in this country. And, and I, think, I
3: do accept that, night. Yeah. yeah, I do. Sorry for coming across here. I do accept that. But what I would say to you there is we have a lot of Irish owned companies. And that is a problem with management agent companies or with, with properties as well. Because you could be the property owner. In a, in a development. And wh- what you're called is, you're called a shareholder because you're part of a development and there's a board of management. But then, for example, if any of those go into liquidation, which has happened, you can have outside people that can come in and buy 14, 15 apartments, which did happen in the downturn. But they have then got the majority rights of votes when it comes to doing anything. So even though you own your development, you know what I mean?
0: Well, see, the, but the problem is, and there seems to be this kind of notion in people's heads because of the way landlords are discussed on, be it in the media or whatever, that these rootless people with, you know, black capes on, and they're just, (laughs) like, there's a text coming in here, like, will you ever stop? I've never heard of a poor landlord. They cry about the hap and the taxes and this and that, uh, but they are charging extortionate rates. I have no sympathy for landlords. So that's the kind of, uh, the, the notion that's in a lot of people's heads out there.
3: And that, that's fine though. but what I would say to you is, I'll come into you someday, we'll sit down and have a coffee, and I'll show you, you know what I mean? And you can tell me if I'm making money. We're not making money. No, know, some are, some aren't. It.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I, some I, I, are. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but but by, I, by the way, I don't picture,
0: begrudge the ones that are, as long as they're doing it legitimately. I, yeah.
3: I know you don't, lie, but what I would say is, there, there is people out there making a lot of money, 100%. 100% there is. But there's genuine people out there as well that are not making money. Do you know what I mean? It's just paying the mortgage on the property.
0: Okay, well, stay there a second because I want to go to Maria as well. Uh, Maria, sorry. And her parents wanted, uh, her, want herself and her partner to move into their apartment, but they can't get the tenants out. Uh, okay, uh, sorry, Maria, you there?
1: I'm there. Hi, how are you?
0: How you doing? So your parents want you to move into a property obviously they have, an apartment they have, but they can't get the tenant out.
1: Exactly. So this was like, this has been going on for a while now. Like before COVID happened, they um, served the eviction notice and the when, tenants... When you say
0: eviction notice... Um, like... Okay, how long did they have to give them? Much notice did they
1: have to give them? They had to give them six months, so they had they had six months to go and find a new place. But now, because it's been pushed back, um, it's probably going to be more on a year at this point. And like myself, my partner, we are due to get married next year. We live we live in a house with a like I've. Two brothers, two sisters, my granddad. My granny lives here as well. There's loads of us. It's a
0: busy and house. Yeah, It's
1: a really busy house. And, like, I'm nearly 30 now, so I really wanted my own place. Yeah. But it's looking, it's more and more difficult to try and get into the place, even though my parents own it.
0: So because they, uh, uh, okay, the, obviously the COVID hasn't helped because of the ban on evictions. Exactly.
1: Uh, and they just keep, they, it seems to me like I, I, I was looking it up and looking it up and they extended it for a month and they're extending it for two weeks now to three weeks and it just seems like they want to keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and it doesn't look like we're going to get in at all.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. So, I, and that's, that is the problem. And I understand, I did understand it for obviously the three months of COVID or the four months of COVID. Exactly. But, but at and some I, point... I,
1: yeah. The same, the same with us. Like, we, like I had no problem with that. It just, it just seems that now they're they're trying to push it out and they're trying to push it out indefinitely. Like I'm hearing people saying oh, that they're going to keep it until 2021. Yeah, and, that's what I've like, heard. It's, it's it. I find it insane that my parents own this apartment and they worked really, really hard for it. And the only reason that they got this apartment was for me and my brothers and sisters to move into it. So the I'm assuming they're get, I'm
0: assuming they're getting their rent. By the way, are they?
1: Well, they oh, they are. No, they okay. are. They're getting their rent. Okay. Um, at the moment but they wanted us to be able to save for a deposit for a house and everything's being pushed back now at the moment because we just we can't get in there and so it's the, not, ar- it's the
0: argument is you know, the, the people who are there currently at the moment who've got the eviction notice um, and obviously during COVID stayed there because of the, the mm. freeze where, but are they, that's
1: where, fine. where
0: are they going to go because nobody else is moving around either so nowhere is really becoming available that's difficult so I suppose uh, exactly. that is an argument isn't it?
1: It is no, it is an argument, but there, I know, I know, there's nothing stopping that the people living in this apartment looking for another place. But now that they're hearing that it's being extended and extended, they've stopped looking altogether. So they're just and they're
0: using that, I suppose.
1: They're using this so that they don't have to move, and they're being very difficult about it. And um, like they, they were originally looking, and they found apartments in similar areas for similar prices, but now they've just completely dug their heels in and decided they don't want to move Well, they,
0: Well, they legally can, I mean, because that's the law says the moment they can do that. Provided, yeah. of course, that they're paying their rent and everything else, they can do that.
1: Well, uh, even if they're not paying the rent, they can still, they're still well, they can stay there for the moment.
0: Well, they can, but in your particular case, they are paying the rent, which is important to point out. Hmm. But, but no, I, I understand, and I understand where you, where, where you stand in this and why you feel it, landlords basically have no rights, or little or no rights.
1: Exactly. And that's the way I know that's the way that my parents feel about it as well, because like we, you have to jump through If First of all, if they want uh, one of their family to jump in, they have to go to a solicitor and sign in the presence of a solicitor that they need their apartment for a member of their family. And they have to pay the solicitor to sign for which is like it's their property. But it seems to me that all the tenants have all the rights at the moment.
0: It's a very difficult situation, and certainly I'm not painting landlords as these evil, horrible people because most of them are not. They're just people like you and me who maybe make a few quid, who maybe don't make a few quid, who struggle like everybody else, and they're entitled to rights too. I absolutely believe it. Thank you very much indeed, Maria. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Nile Boylan Show.
1: Classic hit.